Have you ever noticed how we're different and the same and the same and we're different and we're different and the same? All kinds of people, all kinds of people, all kinds of people in the world. Now, on the Talk of Muncie WMUN, All Kinds of People, hosted by Dr. Joe Mashevitz. Getting to know the people of Muncie and Delaware County, Indiana, in a way you've never heard before. It's another way we're using our voice to build our community from Woof Boom Radio and 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, WMUN. Here's your host, Dr. Joe. Good, good morning, everybody. It's all kinds of people and I am delighted to have Coach Richards in. Bill, thanks for coming down to Wolf Boom. Thanks, Dr. Joe. My pleasure to be here. Man, if I'm close to being accurate, 50 years. Well, 50 years as the coach. We, we don't talk about the time. Yeah, we, <laughs> ju- we, just say, <laughs> we just say I've been here for uh, a, a long time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, before we get into some of those accomplishments as the coach here, let's go back to Sturgis, Michigan. What was it like with the family growing up in Michigan? Well, we we lived out in the country. Okay. Um, I was kind of like a little house on the prairie guy. Okay. I went to, uh, for my first five years of school, I went to a one-room schoolhouse. Really? I had four kids in my grade. Two of them were Amish. So, uh, yeah, we were a country family. And uh, if it hadn't been for a move into the big city of Sturgis... um, when I was in the sixth grade, I never would have been introduced to tennis um, because we were just strictly would have gone to a very small high school that didn't have tennis. So when we moved into the city of Sturgis uh, in, in the late elementary school, there was a tennis court near my house and my dad took me out and kind of introduced me to the game. And I was really lucky that the community had a very strong tennis uh, community program. Okay. So summertime, um, I would you know got into the got into the uh, community program and and learned how to play and just loved it and um, you know here we are many years later. Many years that, later, been, we're been not my, mentioning the fifty. Thank yeah, you. been my been my professional life. Yeah. yeah. Being a Michigander myself, Sturgis probably wouldn't make it on the map as a big city to me because I was in the <laughs> no. Detroit area. But um, right. um, I always remember tennis courts being around a variety of cities. And it was something that a lot of people did. And so you took it up and I assume played high school? Yeah. You know, in, in those days, um, it was very seasonal. Um, there were no indoor courts. Correct. Okay. So, Good point. Good. You know, I, I, I loved all sports. So it was, it was uh, you know, football in the fall, um, basketball in the, in the winter. And for me, you know, tennis rather than baseball or track or golf. It was me, you know, tennis in, in the springtime. So that was just the way of life all the way through, you know, junior high school and high school. And, uh, and then summertime, of course, I concentrated on tennis in the summertime and played the, the tournaments and the, you know, the regional and sectional. What was it about the game that just really caught your attention? I guess the biggest thing was uh, I, I had the most success in tennis okay, as okay. compared to the other sports. And so that's where my focus kind of led me was because that's where I was having the most success and 
I did. You know, I did love it. It's an individual sport. You, you, you know, you manage yourself. And I mean, you're Outdoors, a tennis player. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, um, yeah, but don't, not really 100% sure exactly why, but I just had a passion had for a passion it. Passion for was, it. And, and uh, was, you know, fairly good at it at that age. And then on to Western Michigan. Did you play there? Yeah, when I went to Western Michigan in that time frame, um, the. Uh, Freshmen weren't eligible for varsity competition. We still had oh really yeah we still had a freshman only team all sports okay. in that era. A freshman can play at a freshman team in every sport basketball football everything there was a freshman freshman team so played on the freshman squad and then played my sophomore through senior years on the on the Western Michigan team correct okay and then. Um Let's get a master's degree. Let's go off to Bowling Green and get that. Yeah, that was a that was a busy whirlwind of a year. You know, my wife and I got married young, Sue, okay. and uh, we had a child. And that that one year was just a blur at Bowling Green. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm not the most academic person in the world, but somehow with a lot of help, I was able to get my master's degree in in one year. I believe we share that in common. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> You know, I, I was a uh, speech communications major at Western Michigan oh, really? and did, okay. did some, uh, loved my time with the radio, the, the broadcasting classes I had and so forth. Okay. So, yeah. And then you did health and physical education at Bowling Green. My, my master's was in, was in master's. health and physical education. And was correct. the goal there to go into coaching? Yes, it was always my goal. From the youngest age I can remember, I just always wanted to be a coach and teacher. And that's, you know, that's the way it started out. Clearly you made it happen, yeah. which is quite cool. I guess, well, you did a stint at a high school, right? Right. Portage Central. Right. And that was a one-year thing. Correct. That was 51 years ago, give or take. I know we're not talking about those years. No, you're right. That, that, would, be, that would be correct. And then you headed to Muncie, Indiana. Did you see an ad for something at Muncie? Did you? Well, when jobs open in, in the profession, you're aware of when jobs are going to okay. open for okay. the most part. And uh, uh, so the job opened at Ball State, and uh, I was 24 years old and just two years out of, out of undergraduate. Right. So there was a connection between the people at Ball State, the president, the athletic director, uh, and, and people at Western Michigan. There was uh, our president, John Pruce, was a Western Michigan graduate. Came, oh, okay. came, yeah, was a vice president at Western Michigan uh, before he came to Ball State. Ray so that La collegiate interconnection. Yeah, Ray Louthan. the door. Correct. Ray, Ray Louthan was the athletic director. He was a Western Michigan guy. So um, I'd been at Bowling Green for one year as the graduate assistant graduate coach. Assistant. The, the coach there that I was with was a Western Michigan guy that uh, wasn't my teammate he was older but um uh, you know we had the western michigan connection so so that's really how it all started just someone picked up the phone and said hey what about this guy and some people obviously lied about me and gave me some good recommendations <laughs> and uh, and uh, so yeah so probably <laughs> quite the case coach but <laughs> it's been a good run it's been a good run <laughs> to say the least where was bill richards um, head tennis coach of, for the men's team at Ball State University. And, Bill, as we wind up this first segment, I always assume that coaches, when they start their career, look to advance to other places. But you really nestled in and created quite a program at Ball State. And maybe, maybe when we drift back, I'm kind of curious to know what do you think triggered some of that longevity 
along with the success you had, which we'll talk about in the next segment, but was it just getting comfortable enough with the Ball State system to say, this is cool and my family's here? Well, I would say in the later years, that, that was the reason we stayed at Ball State. Um, I did have opportunities. Um, I did aspire. Sure. I did okay. aspire in my younger years to move up. Uh, move up into a, quote, bigger name, you know, higher level sure. um, institution, what you'd call Power Five, you know, at this Big Ten, SEC. Okay. I did have opportunities. Um, the, probably the biggest thing, to be quite honest with you, in those days, uh, years ago, the financial part of it was um, not uh, not that much different at those institutions, okay. uh, at least in the sport of tennis or some of what we now call yeah. Olympic sports. So um, all said and done, when those opportunities came along, my, my first opportunity came after we won our first conference championship in 84. And uh, I verbally accepted another job at a Big Ten institution. People at Ball State, um, President Worthen, um, Athletic Director Don Purvis, they came back and, and really made my situation at Ball State much more attractive financially. Um, uh, I'll, to, I'll to, say that was a good move on their part. Well, Thank and you. you know, much appreciated, you know, by me and, and sure. my family. And and there, there were others through the years and somewhat similar situations. It really hasn't been until oh the last twenty years or so that the the money has has kind of skyrocketed right, right. In, in those you know in, in those situations. And by that time. We were settled here. By, yeah, yeah. You know, by that time, okay. we, you know, we weren't. I, I wasn't going to go anyplace. And of course, the opportunities as you get older, the opportunities diminish a little bit. It's it's somewhat uh, normal to to want to hire a little bit younger, sure. you know, yeah. individual. And so, okay. So yeah, that it just kind of all all happened, and um, no regrets whatsoever, though, on my no. part. You know, given yeah. given the career record, yeah. I can understand that. What do your wife Sue and you do with the grandchildren and children when you get some time away from those courts? We just spend time together. I mean, we don't talk tennis all the time. No, no. <laughs> we, we do normal family things. Just, you know, try to spend as much time together as we can. Uh, we take a annual summer vacation to South Haven, Michigan. And, and God, uh, good old Michigan. Yeah. And uh, it's, but, but our lives do revolve mostly around, you know, Ball State, Ball State tennis. Yep. Ball State sports. Yeah, it's time-consuming. It, it is. And, and, of course, we try to do the best we can with our grandkids' sure. activities. And, and uh, granddaughter Leah's into soccer and grandson Ryan into tennis. So okay. uh, that's uh, not, not anything much. I mean, we're not big world travelers. or uh, No, no, no. But right. um, we've traveled a lot, of course, mostly with tennis. So we're, we really enjoy our home and, and being at home, quite honestly. Yeah. I mean, from my standpoint, that's good to hear. You're the winningest coach in MAC history. Um, I'm always curious to know, when you're out recruiting players, what is it you look for? I'm always fascinated by that aspect, I guess. As I, I try to imagine myself as a coach recruiting, thinking, what is it I'm looking for beyond the skill sets? Beyond the skill sets, it's it's really about, uh, I think, the love of the game, the, 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 the love of of practicing the love of, of work um, and, and intense competitors um, 
people that just really are fighters and and uh, there's a lot of talented players out there that that aren't successful because you know they don't have the right attitude they don't have the right work ethic uh, they don't compete uh, under any circumstance you know when things are going bad people shut down um, and so that, that that's really the biggest thing I look for everyone looks for uh, individuals that have great talent great athleticism sure uh, you know, good good technique, good fundamentals. You look at record, you know, player records. I mean, you want people that know how to win. Um, mm -hmm. And there are a lot of players that, in any sport, that look good, but, but for whatever reason, you know, the results aren't, aren't there. So it's complicated, and, and you never know. I mean, you, you do the best you can in terms of making those judgments and, and uh, those, those choices. And then, of course, there's any number of players you'd like to have, but but it's tough it's tough to get them because everyone else wants them too. Yeah, everybody's after. I, I'm also curious to have your perspective on uh, from a coaching standpoint. I would think it's so hard to have a sense of what the players are going through in their minds during a day of a match. In other words, what kind of morning did they have? Did they have a bad day? Are they in an argument with a friend? And yet they have to show up and perform. And is there a way that you do your best to try and make sure that you help balance that off? We talk about it all the time, you know, as, as, okay. uh, you know, as a team, uh, individually and as a team. To do some sharing. We understand that there's a lot of things going on in, in these young people's lives, um, you know, academically, uh, personally. So we have these conversations all the time and encourage dialogue and, and encourage, you know, if someone needs help to let us know. But okay. it's, it's, it's basically, as, as all coaches say, I mean, it's basically dealing with life lessons. And we all have our personal situations that we have to deal with. And these young athletes have to understand that that's going to happen to them and they have to do their best to, to manage that and be be tough enough mentally and emotionally to fight through any difficulties they have and and try to be tough enough mentally to focus on on the job at hand it's there's no magic answer and you just you know we try to help them every coach you know yeah. tries to help their athletes through difficult situations and then on match day um, it's really up to them as to you know, if they're tough enough to, to get out there and do it right just focus and and try to block every everything that's potentially a distraction to try to block it out. I guess I always feel that one of the things I admire about coaches and coaches like yourself who have had success is that there has to be some kind of connection to all the players over the years because there's more to it than just the skill sets on the court. It's really getting to know some of these people and kind of being, I guess I'd use the word buddy to them, but know them well enough to get them to package all that up before the match, play well, and then deal with it later. You really do have two different relationships. I mean, as a coach, I mean, you've got to be, you've got to be very you know, demanding and, and tough on them and can't let them slide in terms of their attitude or their effort. Um, gotta, it's, it's tough love, and uh, sometimes it's not fun to have to, you know, have to do things that are necessary to keep them, um, uh, I guess I would say, to, 
not let them slide, as I've said. And sometimes it's not always pretty the way you have to handle those situations. But then you have to have the ability to uh, pick them back up after you tear them down a little bit. And, and um, It's kind of like being a dad all over. Well, it is. It, it really is. It is. No and problem. raising another yeah, family, a good, right? Good, good point. It really is. But I'm a pretty, pretty tough disciplinarian. And, um, uh, you know, I've pretty set in my ways in terms of what I expect in terms of really just comes down to effort and, and attitude and behavior. Um, I don't always put behavior into the attitude, okay. uh, you know, part of things. I mean, everyone, tennis is a very frustrating game, you know, very frustrating. And um, you have time uh, between points, between games, between sets. You have time to think about either good things or bad things. You know, in some sports, Things happen really, really fast. and No, but I like that distinction you're making because yeah. there is time to ponder. Yeah. And, I mean, golf's the ultimate time <laughs> sport where you have so much walking time. All those, yeah. But tennis is right there. But, um, but, but yeah, you've got you've, you've to wear two, two hats. You've got to be the, the tough guy and you've got to be the good guy. What's it been like to be the Mac coach of the year 15 times? Well... Yeah. I it's mean, a, I, it's a nice honor. Well, it is, but I know you're uh, not one to wave the flag on yourself. But I'm well, just saying, and I, you know, really, as any coach would say, and I'm not. This is cliches for sure, but um, it really comes down to your players. I mean, you coaches wouldn't win any awards. I respect you if, for if, it's, if it's not, you know, if it's not for their players and uh, assistant coaches and you know the supportive family. Um, it's it's very. No one coach can do it by you know his or herself. Right. Okay. Uh, simply can't. It's it's. Uh, but n- any, I mean, I certainly appreciate any awards that that I have been. In uh, seventeen undefeated seasons. Well, I just think that's amazing. I mean, I tried to. Back in high school, I was on a team that had one. <laughs> yeah. But we always kept wondering when it was going to come to an end, but. Well, those are 17, I, I believe. I don't even know the numbers, but those would be 17 conference yeah. uh, seasons yeah. uh, in the American Conference, right? And, yeah, we just, you know, we had we had a, a nice stretch there. And uh, it's another topic for another day why we haven't um, been winning championships recently. Um, 14, 2014 was our last. And yeah, okay. I've kind of stayed my course recruiting American players for the most part. Okay, and and um, as I said, that's another whole topic, yeah. and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of how the people, the other people in the conference, kind of caught us with by you know recruiting mostly international okay. players. Yeah. But uh, a good topic, Bob Frederick Sportsmanship Award, back in two thousand fourteen. I think that's important for you because of your lifelong commitment to sportsmanship and ethical behavior. Were you? Appreciative of that award? Oh, very, very appreciative. Yeah. We, um, as I joked with you earlier, my, my my team and my family. I'm pretty, I'm pretty intense, tough competitor, uh, w- with in competition, and and uh, <laughs> so <laughs> my my team, okay. <laughs> they 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 they, uh, they they sometimes question that award, but uh, <laughs> jokingly. But uh, no, it's it's a tremendous honor. And I actually knew Bob Frederick personally. He was the athletic director at University. Oh, okay. He was the athletic director at the University of Kansas, and and hired one of my former players as the head tennis coach there. So, um, yeah, it's it, obviously it's a tremendous honor to be the recipient of that award. 
Yeah, I think it just speaks well to what you've done to the program, but the care you've had for the players and I guess maintaining ethical conduct during all that time, which becomes really important. Sure. Coach Bill Richards was our guest today on All Kinds of People. And Coach, I wish you good success this season coming up and maybe many more at Ball State still. So we don't have an end date for you cranking that last serve. So um, take a moment of pride for the accomplishments you've had and thanks for being part of the program today. Well, thank you, Dr. Joe. I appreciate it. And there is, there is no time frame. It's, we're kind of in the year-to-year mode. Right I now. understand. Uh, that, that's a good move. We'll see you next week, everybody, for all kinds of people.